Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Adrian Jackson, and we're in the studio again for another great episode. And you already know who I got with me. It's your boy, Mr. One, Three. Hey, since that's my B-tag, I ain't going to rap this time, but welcome to the podcast. We just enjoy you for another episode, and we have a very special guest. Oh, wow. Look, look, you, y'all hear the focus in him today? He is ready for this episode. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. So, for today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest with us today. Somebody, been rocking with him for a long time, grew up with the man, you know what yes, I'm saying? Sir. School together. Yes, my full club, my fellow full club. Yep. Mr. Super Bowl champion, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. Kiss the ring, bitch, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brandon Marshall, bro, yeah. how we doing today, man? Hey, I'm fantastic, man. How about yourself? Oh, bro, I'm wonderful, man. I was yeah. gonna say thank you for being here with us today, man. I really oh. appreciate it, bro. Like, yeah. this means a lot to me, man. Oh, of course, man. You look, you my club, so it's, it was nothing. Right, it was, it was nothing. nothing, bro. It was nothing. It's nothing for me, guy. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, today, man, we're on the Just Keep Swimming podcast, bro. And, you know, I'm just out here trying to help motivate some people to keep just keep swimming, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sure. And I know that you have an amazing story to tell because I know you've been through a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You broke many bones yeah, and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Went through a lot with football, yeah. championships, losses, defeats. So I kind of just want to talk about today is learning from adversity and defeat. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, when they hit that defeat or that wall, you know, they just stop and they don't go past it at all. You know, they can't, they, they count the defeat as a true failure and they don't look for the true opportunity that comes with every defeat. Right. And Mr. Napoleon Hill talks about how every defeat brings a seed of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just want to talk about that today because you know, who else can bring it better than Mr. B. Marsh yourself? You know what I'm saying? Come on now. You know, I know, I know you know perseverance. <laughs> you know what Absolutely, I'm saying? Absolutely, yep. Yes, sir. So, my first question for you is, is when did you learn to really start fighting through your defeats? Like, what was that one defeat that hit you? You was like, you know what? I'm not about to let this beat me. I'm about to actually really push through, push through. Man, you know what's crazy? Um, I, you know, I want to say my mom is still in, in me on an early age, like, just to never quit, mm-hmm. you know, never give up. Right. <clears throat> and um, I think that just stuck with me all right. these years. Right. And even in high school, you know, I might not have had like too much adversity when it came to what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I seen a little bit in college, mm-hmm. but I just think for myself, man, I think my pride wouldn't let me give up. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter how much I failed, mm-hmm. I had a certain pride about myself, like, no, no, right. no, no. no. I'm not going out like that. No, right? and that's I, good. I gotta push through this, right? Right. And so, also, even when I pledge, right? You mm-hmm. know, we would say definitions. Perseverance was my favorite definition. Man, mine too, bro. The continuous course of action in, in spite, spite of difficulties. difficulties, right? So, that was pounded in my head. No matter what. Day after day. Bro, I still say it today. Week, come on. <laughs> it, it, it just flowed like that, right? right? Week after week, it was pounded in my head. So, when the adversity finally came, mm-hmm. I would say that verse in my head. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, 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 but you gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. And, but I would say, I, I, will under, I understand that it's tough because while you're going through it, right. sometimes you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right, it's dark. It's, it's dark, dark, right? So that's why a lot of people give up because they're like, well, shit, I don't even see the, the fucking light. end. I don't see the light. Right, how do I know I'm even walking right now? How do I even know, right? right. So that's why a lot of people, they turn back the other way. I'm like, you know what? At least I know 
you know, mm -hmm. on this direction, you feel me? I know where the light's at. Right. Right. If I keep sifting through this, it could be weeks, months, years. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And everybody is not willing to put up that fight. Mm -hmm. No, I love it, bro. I love it. Yeah. And like, you know, your idea of saying a lot of people just turn back around and go back to where they know it's safe, you know? Comfortable, comfortability, bro. That comfort zone, you yeah. know? And people don't understand that we have to break that comfort zone. You know, yeah. we have to step outside the circle. You know, they say your true treasure is right outside that circle. Mm -hmm. If you're just willing to take that one step and do something different that you're not used to or right. shakes you up your world a little bit, you know? Actually, uh, my, my mom actually put me through this like leadership training. Uh -huh. And uh, one of the things that was key within that training, I can't give up too much of it, but it was like where you grow the most is in the uncomfortable zone, yeah. like outside your comfort. But then you grow the truest like the most you can possibly be when you're in that danger zone mm -hmm. and you can only get to that danger zone if you really push yourself and take yourself there in the first place yeah. you really got to just step outside so you can learn the unknown mm -hmm. and then expand your horizons that way you know absolutely and, and I, I truly believe in <clears throat> learning to be comfortable um, being, with being uncomfortable yes yes you got to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable because I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to go through a life of just comfort. Like, I mean, obviously comfort feels good. Right. You know, my safety net is 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 comfortable, right? It feels right. good. But, you know, I'm very growth oriented. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just been me, um, I think my whole life. You know, right. I even hired a life coach, right? Really, really? I hired a life coach, but I had to put my ego to the side for that. Right. And one thing is men... <laughs> Be prideful, yeah. yes. We're prideful, bro. Ego, ego is the enemy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It really is the it really is the enemy. So I was like, you know what? I truly felt that I reached a plateau right. in life, right? And I was too comfortable doing everything I was always doing, right. having Enjoying everything, it. whatever way I wanted to have it. I'm like, damn, I'm not really growing because right. I'm very introspective. So yeah. mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I always know when I'm fucking up. Right. I always know when, like, damn, you know what? This, I'm not really on the path like I should. So I reached out. I had a life coach, bro, and that shit was uncomfortable as fuck to really tell him, the stranger, I need help and be vulnerable with this dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, that's real. Be vulnerable with him. Like, that was tough for me, but I really feel like it's, you know. It's benefited you. Absolutely. You have to. Otherwise, you have to make that connection for him to help you out in the first place. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know? Right. Because I reached to the point where I couldn't help myself anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody to help guide you to another level. Absolutely, bro. No, that makes perfect sense, man. That makes amazing sense, bro. Because it's like, it's like being at work and you just like, you know, you stuck on a project or something like that. You know, ask the upper for help. Like, yeah. you know, there's a reason this guy's a step ahead of you for a reason. You right, know, they right. might need something. So for sure. you have to set that pride to, uh, to the side and really ask for that help. Yeah. So I actually look, I, li I like how we talking about pride because you use pride in two different ways just now. You talked about Absolutely. how you know, one, your pride keeps you fighting, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you sometimes have to put your pride to the side to ask for the help of what you need. Yeah. So I guess I just want to talk about, let's do like an example of each one then. Mm -hmm. So your life coach was an example of you setting your pride to the side to help advance yourself. Yeah. What about an example of, you know, you not letting you holding that pride saying, yo, this is not about to beat me. I don't care what yeah. happens. I ain't about to keep fighting. Man, I got a story. So, <clears throat> well, I just fast forwarded to the end of my rookie year. Mm -hmm. right? My rookie year didn't go well right. at all. And I played about five games. I got cut uh, twice mm -hmm. from my rookie season. Right. Um, <laughs> so we all have exit meetings each year. Every player, no matter you know what year you are, you have exit meetings. And then my linebacker coach tells me during this exit meeting, he was like, you know what, B? This is like verbatim. He's like, you know what, B? He said, I don't know if the NFL is for you. Right. I don't know if, if, if you're cut out for the NFL. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so when he said that, 
I was hot. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Actually, cool. So it was both, it was both uh, examples in this same story. Right. I was mad. And I want to get at him at that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what you mean? I want to go at him. I want to go at him. But then I was like, okay, now be put your pride to the side. Mm-hmm. Just listen to what he's saying. Just, you know, whatever. Put your chip on the shoulder right. and move on. But then that pride carried me, a different part of the pride carried me mm-hmm. every week, every day after that. Like, you know, okay, cool. Right. You don't think I'm going to make it? That's, that's all right, watch. Exactly. I'm going to make it. No. I'm gonna make it because at the end of the day, what people need to realize is it only takes one person to believe. Mm-hmm. I tell my kids that all the time. Right. It doesn't matter who else believes in your dream. Right. Right. You have no bearing over my dream mm-hmm. as long as I believe in the shit and I right. put the work in and I have the faith. You can make your dream. Come I can true. make it come true. So when he told me I wasn't cut out for the NFL, right. I didn't take that as an end all be all. Like, oh, well, damn, he's the coach, man. He will know. He'll know. He'll, he knows best. Right. No, he's been that. doing this. Like, nah. Exactly. exactly. So I was like, nah. You know what? I let, and to be honest, that shit carried me my whole career, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Right. It carried me because I'm like, okay, no, no, no. I'm not going to let this shit, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to let this shit destroy me. Right. Yeah. Okay, I feel you on that one, bro, because, like, real talk, on the way over here, bro, yeah. we were just talking about that, and I literally had the conversation with Donovan about, you know, yeah. I was having a situation at work when I was trying to feel like, yo, my supervisor is not correct right now in this situation, yeah. and, you know, I feel I shouldn't do it, but then something was like, yo, just listen to the man and just do it. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of takes one, take the ball at your court. Mm-hmm. And then two is like, okay, let me just show this dude that I know how to do this. Yeah. So let me just do it. You know? Right. So it's like, sure. you have to be prideful and set it to the side at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I think know? you got to be able to do both. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know what I'm saying? And I think I just got to the point, honestly, where I have to show my pride a little bit too, because yeah. it's like, well, there's just unfair situations within the com- or within my position to where it's like, yo, this job is draining me. Yeah, I can't keep going like this, especially when I just found this dream, which is the podcast and stuff like that. Me making music and doing all these adventures, right. but you know, I knew for a little bit that like yeah. this is gonna start, you know, capping on that time and kind of start holding me back from that dream. But yeah. I like the company. I'm with it for now. Right. Let me probably offer solution yeah. to help the overall quality, not just for us, but for them as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. Pitched a proposal oh, and yeah. it was basically just like, I mean, we can't help <laughs> with that, but right. it's like, well, that's why your retention rate's high. Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving me good quality of space to at least let me live, but also, right. you know, right. keep me doing the best at my company. So, mm-hmm. you know, from that point, as that's like an adversary, it's just like, well, I can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I know my worth. I'm prideful in my worth. I did my best in showing them what could be done, mm-hmm. at least within my best ability. Right. But other than that, like, I need to find a different option and yeah. keep mm-hmm. pushing forward, you know? And, but see, what I liked is that you you put your pride to the side to put yourself out there. Like, you know what? Okay. Right. You know, I'm, not, I'm feeling a certain way in this situation, but you know what? Let me put myself out there to mm-hmm. see if I can make it better, right? Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, I think you would rather regret something that you did than something that you didn't, didn't do. Yeah. Exactly. Because when you regret when you regret something that you didn't do, that shit weighs on you heavy. Yes. Yeah. Like, damn, bro, I wish, you know what? I wish I would've went harder right. in school. Mm-hmm. I wish I would've did this. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you did that, you're like, okay, cool. Now mm-hmm. I know that it's not for me. Or I know that, you know, whatever the case may be, I could just 
navigating that in that space now that I know that. Right. You feel me? Right, right. No, I fully yeah. feel you on that 100% yeah. because literally in uh, my brother's episode a few episodes ago, we talked about, you know, he said the four agreements and the last agreement was always do your best. Right. You know, yeah. and the idea that you always do your best, you leave everything out on the field, out right. on the table, you know what I'm saying, out in whatever work you're working on, it really keeps you going, it keeps you traveling, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it leaves you with that feeling of, I did what I can do, so, you know, I'm gonna let the universe now take over. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm gonna let the, uh, what's the word law I'm looking for? A uh, law of compensation take mm -hmm. over for me and let the stuff just reflect, you feel me? Right. Yeah. So that's exactly how it works out, bro. That's exactly how it works out. So, uh, to, you know, to get back into, you know, yeah. Napoleon Hill's real quote of, you know, every failure holds a seed. Mm -hmm. I wanna talk about self-reflection and how looking back, you have to sometimes look back to find the seed that you're missing. Mm. You know, so I was just wondering, have you ever had a situation where it's like, you know, you thought you handled it correctly, but then when you oh look back, you was like, huh, oh my God, I think bro. I missed something. Oh and then when God. you realize you what you missed, everything just like clicked, you know? You know what was crazy, bro? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this actually, this actually, um, this actually is something that's like weighs on me today, right? Mm -hmm. It's weighing on me even right now. I think I've kind of like <laughs> maybe have built a callus up or, right. you know, or, or come to terms with the situation, accepted, debate, yeah. accepted it. But right. so this will happen. 2019, um, or 2018, right? My knee was hurt all season. I right. just couldn't do nothing with it. Mm -hmm. 2019 comes, my knee still hurt. Right, the Broncos end up not uh, picking up my contract. Right. So I go to Raiders. Uh -huh. So I'm literally day one at the Raiders, and we're doing like some stuff in the weight room. And I tell the position or you know the strength coach, I'm like, yo, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I can't jump. Right. I couldn't jump, eh? <laughs> that's deep, bro. I couldn't jump, bro. That's deep, bro. That's, and so that's I'm like, sucked, that's yeah. I couldn't jump. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do that jump. Right. So, you know, the Raiders, thank God they work with me. Uh -huh. You know, I ain't gonna lie, they they work with me, bro. They they, they did everything they could, and, and I do appreciate them for that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, training camp comes, and I, I finally healthy enough to practice, but I, I couldn't train all offseason. So I was coming in um, deficient on strength and speed and whatever, right. whatever. But luckily, I got my mind. Your mental is there. You know what I'm saying? My mental's there. So anyway, so in the training camp, well, first of all, all throughout training camp, I was with the starters. Towards the end, I saw, I saw a shift. They cut me. Right. So, um, you know, I'm kind of... I'm obviously not, not kind. I'm definitely disappointed. I'm high. Right, upset, yeah. So, I go back to Denver. I'm living in Denver, and then I, I get a call from the Cardinals. Right, the Arizona Cardinals called me, and they say, "Yo, we want to bring you out on Wednesday. Mm. Um, this is Sunday, right? We want to bring you out on Wednesday." So Monday comes. I'm doing my same training regimen, bro. I always do. I, f I fucking tear uh, a muscle in my calf muscle. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> or actually it was a tendon, sorry. I tear a, Ooh, huh. a tendon in my calf muscle. Yeah. And it's crazy because I've never hurt my calf in my whole life. Wow. Right? I'm like, damn, what the fuck? You know what I'm <laughs> That's a new injury. That's bro, crazy. I was hurt, but I cried. You know what I'm saying? I was I'm like, damn, bro, like, like as soon as something Go comes, good. goes yeah. good, because my knee was feeling good at that time. So anyway, I tear this, I tear my calf muscle, I was hurt. <laughs> Then, you know, I'm trying to get my calf muscle right. I had to call the Cardinals and say, you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna make it because I hurt right. my calf. Mm -hmm. That door closed. The right door way. closed, right? Maybe three weeks later, the Raiders called me back. I knew I wasn't ready, <laughs> but I went anyway, mm. right? I'm to like, damn, I ain't really right. ready, bro. 
but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's either now or never. Right. So I went, and I'm, I'm and I'm at practice, and my knee is fine, but it's my calf. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, you know, I can't push off it all the way, and they're thinking this is my knee. Right. So they brought me in and said, B, we want you to start this week. We played the Detroit Lions. We want you to start at Mike Linebacker. I said, cool. Like, I know the defense. Let's get it. Right. And I was doing hella treatment all week, like grinding, grinding. Anyway, they signed another linebacker, too. So it made me think, like, okay, all right, red flag. Red flag. Anyway, they end up starting this nigga, right? Uh Uh-huh. So on Saturday before the game, we took team pictures. The coach said, look, B, you might not start tomorrow. I'm not sure. They want to, they, they're looking at starting the other guy, and I'm like, here we go again. Right. So he didn't tell me, he didn't like confirm it. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, so I still got a chance. Right. Sunday morning comes, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna control what I can control. I'm gonna get up with a great attitude. And do what I'm, I'm, do. I'm gonna go to the locker room and, and see. So I go to the locker room, and my jerseys on my pads. So just for, for context, in, in Denver, if you're inactive, if you're not playing, your jersey won't be on your pads. Your pads will just be in the bag. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit. I'm playing today. I'm playing. Right. So so I'm I'm hyped off just off that. I can suit up. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. So I go outside, but I'm warming up. Uh-huh. I warm up. Um, I'm doing my thing. I'm like getting ready. I know my, my calf feels eh, <laughs> cool, but it don't feel great. Yeah, it don't feel amazing. I'm like, I feel like, you know, I could, it's, it's good enough to play. Mm. So I'm running, da-da-da. And on the field, my linebacker coach, he apologized to me. He's like, I'm sorry, B. And I'm like, oh, wow. And in my head, I'm like, uh, he must be talking about I'm not starting. I'm like, you know what, fuck it. At least right. I'm suiting up. Yeah. If anything happens, I'm ready. I go back to the locker room. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Outside on the field, I'm still doing my warm-up. I get a, a, an alert on my phone. It mm. says, uh, Raiders and Actives. And I look at all the lists, and it said Brandon Marshall. And I wow. was tight. Wow. I was tight because I felt like... They should have been transparent with me, like, yo, you're not playing. Yeah, they should have let you know. First of all, you knew I wasn't playing yesterday. Right. Because you had to report that list Come at a certain on. time, right? Or you knew I, was, I wasn't playing in the morning. You feel me? Right. You could have told me I wasn't playing. So I was tight, bro. I went to the locker room. I walked to the locker room. I showered. I'm just livid the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. The team goes out and warms up, and I walk outside. And, um, ah, man, I can't believe this happened. So I was so mad. I just, and usually, bro, I can come, come back, yeah. come back. Yeah, I could usually come back because, like I said, I'm very introspective. I can usually come back, mm-hmm. and um, I can usually calm myself down. But I was like, you know what? I need answers. So I walk up to the head coach, right? <laughs> In warm pregame warmups, I said, "Yo," and this is all verbatim, bro. <laughs> I said, "Yo, why don't y'all fuck with me?" And so I approached him like that because. In practice, people talk to him like it's because he's Whatever. he's so cool, bro. He's cool as shit. The, yeah. the dopest player coach you ever meet. Right, right. So like we all talk to him whatever, any kind of way. So it's all good. So I was like, yo, I said, why y'all don't fuck with me? He said, what you mean? He said, I said, why don't y'all fuck with me? He said, I'm not fucking with you. I don't fuck with anybody. <laughs> At that moment, I knew he didn't he didn't know what I meant by right. Come that. Yeah, yeah. Another <laughs> turn. <laughs> <laughs> My lingo didn't didn't register. (laughs) Right. You feel me? (laughs) And then um he had so so then I said, I said, well, why am I not playing? Like, is it something I did in practice? Is it something I did in camp? Like, what's the deal? He said, Well, you're here, aren't you? Right. To me, that means nothing. Niggas come and go all the time. 
Niggas will be there Monday, be out Friday. Friday, right. It doesn't matter. Right. So he had to go. And the whole time I'm like, I'm feeling cool about my decision because I approached him as a man. Right? Yeah, yeah. You did what you had to do. So, you know, during the game, it was kind of weird. I was just, I started thinking on it more. And after the game, I started thinking on it more. I had some, uh, some, some, uh, some family friends come up to the game. Right. And I told them what happened. And one was on my side. One was like, well, I don't know, B. So anyway, next morning I get cut, uh, right? And so, you know, I called my office and, you know, the GM said some shit about my knee. Like, well, he said, I think your knee's not ready, whatever. Right, right, right. So I go to the head coach's office and I was just like, yo. Um, I said, yo, man, like, I know, you know, I came at you a certain way. Right, my bad. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. My bad. I know it was the wrong time. You feel me? And it was wrong tone. I said I was, I had, you know, because shit has been built up for the whole year. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. and it finally exploded it yeah, exactly. at the wrong time. You feel me? Yeah. And I so I, you know, yeah, and I heard from a little birdie. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but it's like, well, they didn't like when I came to him. Well, he didn't like when I came to him, which yeah. is understandable, right? It's his team. Shit. Right. Right. So. That shit, bro, has been on me because I'm like, damn, bro, I never do that. Mm -hmm. I never do that shit. I can always bring myself back. Yeah. You feel me? I could always bring myself back. And in hindsight, I would have been like, you know what? I would have handled that situation differently. Right. I would have took the time to kind of just sit back and be like, you know what? I know you upset me, but relax. Now's not the time. Wait till tomorrow. Right. You feel me? Right. Then go to his office and sit down and approach him that way. But I did it, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm not sure what the hell the reason was, or whatever. But I feel like I paid the price because of that. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, he's probably just a disgruntled vet. You know, shit, whatever. Right. You know, right. I need him. So that shit, bro, was tough on me. Mm -hmm. And I've always been accountable, right? I'm always accountable for my actions. Right, right. right. You take responsibility. You take responsibility. Mm -hmm. I've never been like, oh, it's this fault. Da, da, da. No, right. I, I took accountability. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it don't hurt though. Right. Yeah. I'm like, damn, B, why the fuck did you do that shit? You feel me? It happens. It happens, bro. So that was my story, and it, uh, you know, I, I, I let my my ego get in the way. Mm -hmm. I think at that point, right? I let, I let my pride get in the way. Right. Like, you gonna do this to me? <laughs> you gonna do this to me? Right. You gonna do this shit to me? Basketball, right. you know what I'm saying because, no, damn. You know, I, I've been a, I, I, I've been a really good player in the league for a long, for a while, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, they gonna do this shit to me? Right. My ego got in the way, bro. Paid the price. No, and I, I understand because it's like, you know, unfortunately you got stuck in that moment, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody in the world has a moment where, oh, you know, sure. they went red and they did they reacted the way yeah. they shouldn't react it and then mm. always regret it and like, man, why did I do that to why'd that? Why'd I do that? Or why did I say that to that girl or something yeah. like that, you know? Right. But, you know, it's good that you now you know, like what did you learn from that experience, I guess? Yeah. What, what was your ultimate lesson from that experience? Like what would you what would you bring from that if we can ask anything? You know what? I think what I really learned from it is just when you upset, you feeling some type of way, I think you gotta step back from the situation you and pause, like, yeah. you gotta you gotta press pause on the shit and be like, okay, mm -hmm. am I tripping? Right. Yeah. Right? And even if I'm not tripping, okay, what's the best way to handle this shit? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's the best way to handle it, bro? And I didn't do that at all. I just seen him and I saw red. I'm like, oh, he's by himself. It's my time to come talk to him. I'm about to, I'm about to confront this dude. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Right. So 
I think when we all in situations, bro, that it's probably unfavorable for us. Right. You know, maybe made us feel some type of way. Yeah. yeah. We gotta press pause on the shit, bro, and think about it because I would say this: it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. Exactly. Yeah. That's real. That's honestly right. Real, so bro. when you're in the frame, bro, it's like you see it from a different perspective than when you're outside the frame. Right. So if I would have pressed pause and I would have like, okay, let me look at the whole scenario of what happened. Right. Okay, maybe I would handle it differently. Right. But while I'm in it, I'm like, oh no, nah, they tripping. Yeah, you can't see. You can't see. I couldn't see shit. I'm yeah. like, oh, they tripping. Yeah. They tripping. I'm I'm Brandon Marshall, right? <laughs> <laughs> to be real, and see, right. I'm not even, and you know me, eh? I'm not even that type you of nigga. You have that cocky I'm like that. Yeah, no, you're very humble. you very humble. I'm not humble. even that type of nigga, right? You know so for me to, to get to that point. Something had to push you. Bruh. It was a lot, bro. That whole year, like, it was built up, built up. Like, failure after failure after failure after failure. Mm-hmm. Failure, I exploded. It's the wrong time. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then you learned that lesson from it, and I was kind of like, okay, let me learn to step back. Because it reminds me of... It's like with that story I told you about the lady at Starbucks, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you always have your perspective, what you really see, mm-hmm. but then you have the perspective of what's really happening. Yeah. But because you're so stuck in your own perspective, you don't know what happened. So, like, the lady at Starbucks, pretty much, you know, she's sitting there waiting for a coffee, orders a coffee, you know, fills the clerk's room to her, grabs a coffee, turns around, runs somebody, mm-hmm. spills the coffee all over the place, she's mad. Yeah. And it says, it's all your fault. Oh, yeah. But then the person that's sitting on the laptop saw that the lady walked up to order her coffee as she was ordering she dropped her wallet mm. and that part made the clerk look a little irritated or like dang you all right ma'am yeah. mm. and then while she was waiting for her coffee she was over there you know twitter finger and you know breaking her phone texting so fast yeah, right. turned around head down and ran to the guy not paying attention because mm. she was so stuck in her mind she ain't really realized what was really going on in the whole situation you yeah, know bro, right. and it's like you have to yeah. learn to really take that step back gotcha. and and really just take that breath, you know, like... Take the breath. Reevaluate. Yes, yeah, reevaluate, yeah. You, but it's tough because when people see red, it's hard for you to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. It's hard for niggas to say, but all right, even though niggas hot, like, it's hard for the... We say, okay, but you got to regulate yourself. Mm-hmm. Self-regulation. Self-regulation, I gotta, yeah. I gotta Self-control. Okay, B. I know you mad. Whether you got to meditate or some shit, yeah, close your yeah. eyes, nigga, be like, yeah. I know you fucking mad, but... Is this, the, is this the right move? No, control, yeah. bro. Control. Control. 100% control oh, because people and, let go. And, it's like, and, and I would say this, A, like, that was probably one of the only times I could probably count on one hand, if mm-hmm. that, about how many times I lost control emotionally, um, anger, right? Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. And because I typically don't do, don't do that, you know what I'm saying? And even if I might go in for a second, I'm able to pull it back. Right. Yeah, yeah calm I down. I couldn't pull it back. Yeah. Oh, dog. So that was that was my thing. And that was uh and so I questioned like why that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well shit, man. The only thing I could really think of is like, I'm just supposed to teach others. Yeah. I'm supposed to like pour into others and be like, yo, this what happened to me. That's you know beautiful. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want to see it happen to you. Beautiful. And you just yeah. took the whole thing we talking about today. You took what happened, yeah. the failure. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're letting yourself blow up, and it's like, okay, let me go teach it now. Because you got the, what, the Brandon Marshall Foundation pop in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're Marshall Care Leadership Oh, Marshall Care, my yeah, yep. yeah, that's so, all good. But yeah, you got all that going, so it's yeah. like, that's that's great, bro. And I'm yeah. guessing you probably found, uh, found a passion in that now, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. I love, I love the youth, man. Like, right. that was something, even when I was in college, bro, I wanted to be a big brother in the Big Brother, Big Sister program. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have time, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. School, football, I didn't have time to do that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and even... Uh, my, my major was criminal justice. Right, right, so right. I wanted to be a juvenile probation officer because I seen my cousin and how much time he spent with these troubled kids. Right. And I'm like, oh shit, I could make, I can affect change. You can make, yeah, you can make it. So I've always wanted to affect change, but I can affect change. Cool. Right. 
luckily, you know, I mean, thank God. I ain't gonna say luckily, but it was all God. I made it to the league. Right. So I was able to do it on a grander scale. Now I can start yeah. my own foundation. Kids that look up to me. Exactly. Yeah. Kids look up to me, so I could do it on a on a on a larger scale. Yes. You feel me? So that's right. why I started it. No, and you know what? I'm so glad to hear you say, you know, you know the kids look up to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, some people, like, uh, they get that Charles Barkley, like, I am not a role model. But it's nah, not your bro. No, you, once you got to that status, you earned that. You, <laughs> you earned know, that. Man. You know what I'm saying? You have no choice, bro. Yeah. It comes with the territory. Yes. You feel me? So you can't just be like, oh, I'm not a role model. You niggas shouldn't look at me. Niggas gonna look at the kids gonna look at you. Mm -hmm. Entertainers, bro, are the most looked up to by, these, by the youth. And athletes are entertainers. Yes. That's why we get paid the big bucks. Yes. Because we entertain. Right? <laughs> Fucking, you know. Recklessly entertaining. And, and, yeah. Dangerous, me? but it's really entertainment. Yeah. And then, even, you know, then you got rappers and, and, and you know what I'm saying, musicians and shit. Mm. And that's a double-edged sword because, you know, we shouldn't be looking up to these niggas like that. <laughs> exactly. You feel me? Yeah. And these women. Some of them, at least. Some of them, at least. Yeah. And these women, bro. Jay-Z, mogul, look up to him. Right. Diddy, you know what I'm saying? But some yeah. of these other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I fully understand, bro. I fully yeah. understand. But we're not even going to let that... Uh, actually, look, we're going to let that kind of move us into the next topic, yeah. which is going to be uh, negative influences. Right, right. So, like, how do you deal with, like, you know... For example, I'm sure you probably have people that, like, you fell down, and they be like, ah, oh, you should have stayed down, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why you keep going back, B? You know you're not good. Why you playing? Or, yeah. like, how do you deal with that, bro? Right. Like, how do you deal with those people? Oh, that's tough, bro, because... It's tough. It's, that's a tough-ass question because um, some people are products of their environment. Yeah. Right? We don't have to be, but a lot of times you people are products of their environment. Right. And when I say that, I'm talking about, like, who you hanging around, right? Yeah, music you listening know, to. Everything, shows right? Shows you watch. influences. Like, people could probably been feeding a lot of people, like, this negativity since they was kids. Yeah. That shit seeped in, and they're like, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I don't need to try that hard. Right. I don't want to fail, so I'm not going to try. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me, maybe I just had a different mindset or a different mom, like a different mm -hmm. mother, bro, that my mom pushed me, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to be the best man I could be. Right. So, you know, when I had people say, like, yeah, you you know, I don't even think you're that nice or I don't even think you should do that. Like, you shouldn't put yourself out there like that. You're going right. to hurt. You're gonna, you might get hurt. What if you get hurt? Right, right, right. Um, I just never listened to that shit. I'm like, nah, because I, I know I have greater things to accomplish. Exactly. You feel me? That's a small time mindset. I got a story real quick. Hey, no, no. Look, check this out, money. <laughs> Bro, I was in LA and uh, I went to go eat at this fucking little diner. Mm -hmm. I'm in there eating. Next thing I know, a, a nigga comes into the, into the fucking uh, diner. Yeah. He said, Ayo, Ayo B. Ayo B. I said, <laughs> I look, I'm like, is that Mike? Mike Ball? Nah, nah. Oh. <laughs> nah, I'm like, is that Mike? He said, he said, come here real quick. I was like, all right. So I walked outside. The nigga's a bus driver. Mm. So he was driving a bus. He said, B. He said, and this is my sister's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> it's my sister's ex-boyfriend. He said, B, uh, man, hey, I'm on route right now. Um, you feel me? Look, that's my bus down there. I looked, it's a, a whole bus stopped. <laughs> with the flashing lights. With the flash. I'm like, damn, it's niggas that gotta go to work. Or people that got, they got somewhere to be. He said, bro, I saw you cross the street. He said, and um, he said, and I was like, oh, that had to be God, it's fate. So I'm like, oh, he said, so B, man, hey, you gotta help me get your sister back. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> he said, bro, he said, he said, bro, I need help getting her back, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
And so I'm talking to him like, well, nigga, well, what happened? Da 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 da. And so I'm like, look, bro. I was like, look, for you to to get my sister back, any uh, really any woman back, right? <laughs> yeah. You gotta show them a different you. Exactly. You gotta transform. You gotta show them a different you, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to get her back, but showing the same tendencies and the same, you know, yeah, behaviors gonna and shit, yeah. it's not going to work. Right. Once she sees, it might take some time, but you, if you really want her, you're going to prove that. Mm. So then he says this, and this is when I knew, I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't like him for my sister. He said, he said, I get that B, but, 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 you know, what if it doesn't work, man? What if, what if she says no? And right then I hated that shit. I'm like, you ain't got what it takes. Yeah, because he, he, that's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset, bro. <laughs> because too many people are worried about failing. Yeah. Like, ah, I don't want to get hurt. Ah, I don't want to fail. Ah, man, put yourself out there. At least, right. look how I feel about it. At least I know if I fucking fail, at least I don't regret it 20 years down the line, 10 right. years down the line. Like, right. damn, damn, you know what? I wish I would have tried harder. No, I said, fuck, fuck right. that. So when he said that, I looked at him, I was like, Nah, bro, you ain't right for my sister. You're not right for her. Right. Cause I don't want my sister to be with a nigga that thinks like, nah, what if I fail? What if I don't? I don't know if I should try because it might not work. Yeah, no, you gotta go. Because my thing is, is you just shot yourself in the foot. Right. Like you just you just yeah. threw that negative vibe out there in the yeah. universe that oh what if it yeah. don't work though? My, so why why is building yourself not right. gonna work? Exactly. <laughs> like, so on, so bro. to relate that, it's like where did that mindset come from? Right. Yeah. It could be from, from past experience. Mm. Um, you know, trauma comes from failure too, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we let, we can let that one failure to keep you down. Keep you down. Yes. You can let that. Yes. Right? No, trust me, bro. It, it takes a strong mind to overcome that. You be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I know I failed and it hurt, but I'm gonna try again anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everybody don't have that. Right. To be real. So yeah. where that mindset comes from? It could be. It could come from a lot of things, bro. This environment. Right. You know, growing up. You know, failure. Um, you know, like what they say, I fall down six times, I get up seven. seven or or yeah. Jordan says, I, I succeed because I, what did he say? He said, I failed so many times. No, no, no. He said, what did he say, bro? I think it was, it had something to do maybe with the last shot, him mm -hmm. taking the last shot in the game, or how he succeeds now because he's failed so many times. You right. miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I mean, it could be that. It could be that. But no, I get what you're saying, though. It's the idea yeah. that he failed so many times, he earned that last he shot. He earned that last you know shot. What I'm saying? Like, he, He's been taking his lash off for so many times, he's not about to miss him no more. That's what I'm saying. You know? So for him to come to me and be like, uh, well, I want to get your sister back, but what if it doesn't work? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and stay over there, bro. Right. Go ahead. No. And, <laughs> go, and, and, and go back to the bus, my nigga. Go ahead, go back to the bus. <laughs> and that's go ahead and drive the people to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this ain't if this ain't for you. No, nah, and bro, that's exactly why I'm doing this whole podcast, bro. Because it's like, yo, we can't just let these these failures happen, you know? Or you can't just walk around with this mindset still that's just holding you down. Because yeah. your mind is really your world. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it you is. have the mindset to keep yourself held down, you ain't getting up, bro. Yeah. Like, it don't matter what's going to happen. Like, look, they do experiments, bro, to the point of where... They, I hate to say this, it's wrong, of course, but they take inmates, yeah. you know, death row inmates, and they'll be like, okay, let's play a mind trick mm -hmm. and see how powerful the mind is. They'll pretty much, you know, put a thing over his head, pretty much they about to execute you, hit him with like a blunt knife, ain't gonna cut him, and then pour warm water down his neck. What? Within minutes, the dude will pass away because he felt the hit, he feels the blood, and he's playing this trick in his mind that he's dead dying. And then really within, within that's a, a real thing. They die. Bro, yes. the mind is so powerful. Yes, yes. Within within a mile, they die. The mind is so powerful. Powerful, bro. Powerful. Think about that. The mind really controls you, bro. Like the idea that you can, the idea you can 
think that you're dead and kill yourself? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And a lot of people, you know, they've given up. You know, they think that, oh, this is life. This is what it's going to be like. And that's why you're in the constant situation of every time I come, every time I get a few dollars, my car break. You know what I'm saying? Because you always think this is what life is going to be. You manifestation. Know like manifestation. Yeah. Look, you can manifest the negative and the positive. Yes. People think manifestation, oh, we can all. No, yes, bro, I'm manifesting positive. Ways. It works both ways. Yes. Yeah. You could manifest the negative, bro. Yes. yes. That's yes. the same shit. Like, oh, well, oh, what now? Oh, mm-hmm. Something always happens. You exactly. know, and you always have that in your mind. Like, damn, well, what's going to go wrong this time? Exactly. Oh, I got this yeah. money. What's going to break? You know what I'm what's saying? Gonna go, well, you're uh, looking for it, and something's going to break for you now. Because God's going to be like, okay, here you go. Let me, sure, let me spill the milk for the you. Law of attraction. Yes. Yeah. Negative and positive. Right. Exactly, bro. So look, look. With just we talking about that right there. I want to talk about visualization now. Yeah. And how I know you play a lot of football, of course. Yeah. And oh, let's do two parts of this then. Right. When did you first truly visualize that you was going to the league and you was like, ain't nothing stopping me? Um. Oh, bro. I started my visualization. My visualization process. Oh, before, man, maybe like middle school, deep. elementary school type shit. Like, mm-hmm. I became a Denver Broncos fan. Cool, <laughs> that's deep. I love it. When I was <laughs> fucking elementary school, I used to I used to have the clippings of Terrell Davis and Shannon Sharp and Rod Smith, John yeah. Elway. Yeah. Had the clippings of them winning Super Bowl. They beat the Packers and they beat the Falcons. I had it and I was like, dog. Then I would watch highlight tapes of Barry Sanders and you know what I'm saying Walter Payton. I would just like visualize that. I'm like, yo. I'm gonna play football. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna play do football. My mom told me that when I was too young to play, my brother was old enough, he's two years older than me. She told me that when he first got his pads and brought them home, she told me I took his helmet and I slept in it. Like, she, <laughs> she said, bro, she, she said, B, like, you had his helmet on and you fell asleep. That's how much love. I used to watch the Little Giants. Oh, bro, I love Little over Giants. And over and over and over and over again. <laughs> so, bro, like, when I got to ninth grade, I fast forward to ninth grade. When I got to ninth grade, I walked up to my first, at Cimarron Memorial High School, bro, I walked up to the first practice. And as I'm walking, I say, the road to NFL starts now. Deep. It starts now, like, in, in high school, freshman year. Starts That's now. Deep, bro. And that shit, it happened, bro, because I manifested that shit. Yes, I started. Happened, I visualized it from when I was a kid. No, I, you know what I'm saying? And I kept going. I did extra work. I put the, put the work in. I did all of that shit that it took. You feel me? But look, you, you okay, look, so now let's get deeper, right? I'm going to have fun with this. So now check this. When you got picked up for football, you didn't get picked up by the Broncos originally. No. No, you got, what, two teams between that? No, one team. And that's crazy, right? So, exactly. I got drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And I got cut twice. The second time I got cut, the Broncos called, right? Mm-hmm. And my agent didn't tell me they called. So I got cut, then I signed back to the, Jack, the, to the Jaguars practice squad. And my agent was like, yo, just so you know, the Broncos called you as well. I said, why you didn't tell me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would've went. He was like, well, I thought we had to understand that you will go back to Jacksonville. I'm like, come on, that's not your job. Like, your job is to let me know all my options and let me decide. Right, where I'm yeah. gonna go. So I'm like, damn, well, in my head, I'm like, damn, that bridge is gone, right? Mm-hmm. Got cut again. Broncos come back again. And then the Raiders came. So I'm like, damn, like, I got options. Right. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to Denver. Denver. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've been going to Denver. They, they have been on me before. I'm going right. to Denver. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it's crazy. When I got to Denver, bro, I took a picture of the fucking helmet. I'm like, dog, I'm really playing for my favorite team. Yeah. The team I idolized as a fucking kid. Yes. Wow. I saw wow. it. 
That's beautiful, ain't it? That is. That's beautiful. I'm sorry, bro. When I end up playing for the team, bro, I still got clippings downstairs, bro. And when I was a kid, <laughs> saving these clippings of the Broncos winning Super Bowl 30, whatever the hell it was, 32, right. 31, 33. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Right. And so I kept that all this time. Yo, it's crazy how, how I saw it and it and I worked at it and I believed and mm -hmm. it, it, it ended up happening. Bro, that's beautiful, man. Like, how is, like that, what was that feeling when you first got the helmet and the uniform? Like, bro, when I first got it, it's funny because they had, so people know me as far as wearing them at 54. Right. Yeah. So it was, when I got to Denver, it was um, four days to the first game. They was about to play the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night. I was on practice squad. They said, all right, B, we only got two numbers left, 97 <laughs> or 54. So I'm like, damn. And it was a young rookie. It was a rookie, right? I'm not saying young rookie. I was second year. It was right. a rookie that came, was in the same office as me, and he was trying to change his number because he had like some 60s numbers, 68 <laughs> or some shit. He's a DN. Right. So it was it was either 97.54. I'm like, damn, like, come on, bro. Like, that's not a lot of options. Yeah. So uh, what I did was I'm like, fuck it. I take 54. I didn't want. I want 52. I want Ray Lewis. Right, right, right. I take 54, whatever. <laughs> but I told him I was like, well, look, I'm, I'm gonna go deference on you because I'm older than you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. I'm like, you can't have me in 97. Right, exactly. Not only right as mine back in 97. You <laughs> trash. Jersey <laughs> all loose and stuff. So I just yeah. I took 54 by default, bro. I didn't really want 54. You know what I'm saying? But it shit, it worked out. I love 54 now. Bro, you know I feel 54. It's been rocking with you for too long. Yeah, like, I love it. That was fate right there. I love bro. it. My nephew wears them at 54. That's crazy. That's beautiful. That's my beautiful, nephew, bro. bro. <laughs> he wears them at 54 every time he plays football. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was a perfect example of how visualizations come to life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I said, started in middle school. Yeah. You know, it wasn't you was you was doing it as you were dreaming. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. were dreaming about it. Like you was having. You was feeling good about playing for the Broncos. You was probably at practice out there sometimes, feeling like, yeah, I'm out here. Yeah. You know, Broncos, let's go out there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, and it came true, and I, yeah. I love it. I love and, it. And I will say this, bro, like, we're, we're in such a, a microwave society, mm -hmm. which where people want it now. They want it fast. Right. And I get that. I get the instant gratification of everything. Mm -hmm. But... A lot of times, bro, we gotta let that thing slow cook. Yes. I put it in the oven. Yes. These dreams might it might take five, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. We don't wanna hear that, but it might take that. Yes. No. And it tough. sucks. The process gonna suck, but if you continue it and you manifest and you visualize and you believe it's and gonna you come work, true. it's gonna happen. Yes. You know, you might want it to happen now. It's not gonna happen right it now. It might not, you feel me? Yes. You know no. what I'm saying? It might not happen now, bro. Yeah, and you know that's that's we live in Las Vegas, bro. Like, how many people go out there and put a put as much money as they can in the machine, hoping to hit a jackpot and exactly. become rich right now? It's like I need it now. That's yeah, what I, I need it. Now. I need it right now. Right, and then look, I heard some uh, deep fact actually. I'm mean, gonna don't quote me at all, but they said you know a lot of the lottery winners, the people who? the people that win the lottery, yeah, lottery. they uh they one either go broke, of course, yeah. or they actually pass away. You know what I'm saying? Like they never really get a chance to enjoy wow. all that money. They get killed or what? No, Man, I don't know if get killed. I heard, I heard a lot of them be accidents, of course, but you know, <laughs> sure, quote unquote, I can't tell you, but yeah, you sure. know, I feel like if you put that much energy into just winning for that long and the chances to get the lottery that much, yeah. once you get that goal, it's like, what do you do now? Yeah, and that's really yeah. deep. And, 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 and honestly, that. when it's instant like that, you don't really appreciate it. You, you don't, don't appreciate it. You don't appreciate. You, you didn't put the work it. in. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, fuck it. I got nigga off a whim. I got a hundred million. Cool. Right. <laughs> 
Exactly. And that's spend it. And that's why we're going through all these life lessons, you know what I'm saying? Every every failure brings a lesson that you have to learn to apply for the next time because yeah. if you don't learn from it, how can you expect more? For sure. You know, so it's like you have to learn each if you can't handle that much money, you're not having this money in your life, you're not gonna know how to handle it. You know right. what I'm saying? So the universe is going Okay, let's slowly get you there yeah. so you can learn how to handle it, you know, but you have to work for that. Gotta you work, have bro. to learn, you have to earn, you have to... Fail. Fail. Gotta you fail, have to fail. Fail Gotta a lot. Fail. You know what I'm saying? Fail a lot. I'm, I, my favorite quote, I think, is, uh, fail a lot, fail fast, fail often. You know you what Will saying? Smith? I think it's Will, Will Smith. Yeah, go out there yeah, and just bro. keep falling. Fail, Keep bro. trying. Keep trying every idea you got and just keep going until you can't go no more, man. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. Yeah. I love it, man. You just dropped some knowledge today, bro. <laughs> Man, I, I gotta say, for yeah, sure. For appreciate sure. that, dog. So, uh, so I'm gonna start getting back to my end game a little bit, Noopy Man. Okay. So I just wanna talk about. Uh, but we can go to the right end game. All right, we can yeah. go to our normal end game then. Okay. So, like, uh, at the end of every episode, I always like to ask everybody, you know, what are they still swimming to? Mm. You know, so when it comes to learning from your adversities and yeah. everything, what are you still learning about that you want to improve on? You want to yeah. get yourself better at, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so me, um, man, um, like I said, I got a life coach, right? So I'm just trying to prove myself in all areas, right? right? Um, you know, relationships, uh, friendships, you know, mm-hmm. a next career, right? right. You know, because it's almost like, you know, it's funny. I told my life coach I was starting over. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, 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 don't say that. You're starting again. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? You're not starting oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting again. I'm like, damn, okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I like that. That's a gym, right? That is deep, yeah. I so like I'm that. like, you know what? You're right. I am starting over. I'm starting again. But um, to be honest, bro, I still got. <laughs> it's funny because I've been praying. I've been asking God like to show me a sign mm-hmm. because I don't. I don't have a lot of clarity in like what's next. Mm-hmm. Whether it's football still or whether it's not, I just been praying like, yo, show me the next step. If it's if football's done for me, then give me peace right. with that. Right. And give me clarity with that. Right. So I've been praying that often. And um, honestly, bro, because I was going to stop playing. I stopped trying for football in December. That was my goal. Like, right, you know what? December comes, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's Here it is March, bro. And I'm still <laughs> grinding because, like, some is just almost pulling me that direction. Keep, keep fighting for it, yeah. Some is still pulling me that direction, bro. I don't know what the hell it is because it's mm-hmm. not looking pretty for me, mm-hmm. but I'm still going. Um, you know, but I did hear some 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 good news not too long ago. So I'm like, damn, maybe it, it could still happen. Right, right. It could still happen. So even though I'm in this scenario, I'm in this space in life where I'm walking through a tunnel, like going back to the beginning, right, bringing right. It full circle. I don't <laughs> see anything. Right. I've been walking through this tunnel for a long time, bro. For um, I was done. Last my play was December or my bad, November 2019. Mm-hmm. I've been. Hustling, right? Then I get to right. Then last year, the Houston Texans brought me in, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm about to play for Houston. They didn't sign me, right? And then so all season, I was talking to the Eagles and the the Bills and whatever. Nothing happened. So I'm like, damn, bro. So I'm in this tunnel, bro. That's I don't see nothing. Mm-hmm. It's dark. You feel me? And it's kind of like it's. It's discouraging, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very discouraging. Yeah, yeah, you know I understand. Like, do I just hop off the train tracks and go, or do I just keep going? And I just right. say, you know what? I'm going to give it to God, finally. Yeah. I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to let him lead me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, <clears throat> shit, bro, I'm in this tunnel. I'm just going to keep going, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. it. No, I'm still walking with you. And that's good, bro. You know, yeah. it, you still swimming. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, 
maybe you're not working on your career like that, but you work on your personal self. You know, you're growing your character. You're getting yourself stronger on the inside. And then as you get strong on the inside, the outside's going to start to manifest no matter what. You know, so I feel right now your life coach, shoot, that's a great, that's a great addition right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and look, you know how God works. You never know how long you might be on this path for. If I'm training you, you're like, okay, now you're ready. Now you're ready. Dropping in your lap for you. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Exactly, bro. So, you know, I've been doing this and, um, you know, I've been training hard. I've been training hard for a year, over a year, mm-hmm. with nothing promised. Right. I've just been going. So I'm just telling me just keep going. I'm keep like, going. I'm just keep rocking. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And at the end, and at the very bare minimum of it, I'ma stay fit for life. Exactly. I was just about to say, you know at least you're healthy. You know what I'm at saying? At least even if I'm not play, <laughs> staying fit to play again, at least I'm fit for life, and I'ma create a habit that will last me a long time because right. health is wealth, right? Right. You know, I want to continuously be fit. Even when I'm done, I don't want to just blow up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. And at the end of the day, too, look, you also on the side, you you making your uh, you're adding an impact to the community. You know what I'm saying? You're helping out the youth, so you're giving yeah. back. You're passing on the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not like you're not doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're doing a lot. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You're still yep. helping everybody and yeah. you know adding value to the world. Law right. compensation, bro. It's Absolutely. gonna come back for you, no question. Dude. And in the meantime, bro, I'm you know doing real estate. I'm just trying to figure out my next niche. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still got that. That fire for ball, which probably never go away. Yeah, you should start coaching. I don't think you ever will, though. Like, that's the thing. It's like, that was a big part of your life for so long. It's never going to go away. But, like, I mean, I could redirect it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or I could, like, I could coach. Mm. I could still be a part of the game, which I'm actually coaching right now, bro. Oh, good. At Coronado. Really? Um, Coronado. High school. That's that's way out here. Right here. Yeah, that's way out (laughs) on this side. I forgot what See, I might try to coach at K Springs, bro. Um, homie DJ Camel got the coordinator job there. So oh, he word. hit me up, but yes, go do that, please. Yeah, D Springs right. needs you too. You know, what so, and that's real interesting. I yeah. want to coach us. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> I want to coach us. Bro. That'd be real good for you, bro. Yeah. I like it, bro. So man, I like it though, cause you know you got your eyes open, you got your mind open, you got your eyes open. You just yeah. looking for the sign right now. You are waiting right. for the omen to pop in your life. For sure, bro. And you got options, bro. Yeah. So it's right. funny because yeah. like I feel like all three of us were right in that position to where it's like, all right. This is probably not working out. We're probably continuing this direction, or whatever it is, is shaky right now. But it's like we have options right mm-hmm. now, and the way to flip your mind around that is to be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Because that uncertainty, while it's uncomfortable, like yeah. hey, that's all. It could be a step into the light direction or the dark direction. But either right. way, we still either have many way. more steps to keep going. I gotta take a step either way. Either yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what it is. As long as you. As long as you still swimming, no, you good. Swimming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as long as you exactly. just keep swimming, you solid, bro. Swimming, you good, That's bro. all it is, man. Yeah. So, uh, so last question for you, Noopy, is you know, I always ask everybody to uh, leave a quote. I know you just dropped one, yeah. But I didn't know if you had like another quote in your mind that you've been rocking yeah. with, running with for a while that you wanna, you know, share with the people. Damn, bro. Man, I just go back to what I said before, man. It only takes one person to believe. You know, I think. Well, not even I think I know. We look for validation so, so many times through other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We look for validation through others. Right. And I get it. But it doesn't matter if you believe in my dream. Right. It doesn't matter who's with me. Yeah. I got me. It's my dream. It's my dream. Right. You feel me? Stop handing it to others. Main Come word on, mine. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Bro, it only takes one to believe. Mm-hmm. Right? 
You know what I'm saying? So that's I, I've been living my whole life like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, shit, bro, you ain't got to believe in what I believe in. But mm -hmm. I truly believe it because we all are, are convicted by things. Yeah. Right? And if you're convicted by something, you got to follow that. Yes. Whether your mom, your girl, your homie, believe in it or not, mm -hmm. I'm going to follow it because it hits me. It hits which me. Is, which is why I took a knee. So mm -hmm. that's a whole other topic. My bad. But yeah, no, no. I but it convicted me. I didn't take a knee. People think, oh, you took it just because of Cap. Right. Obviously, Cap was close to me. Yes. But if I wasn't convicted by it, I'm look, first of all, I'm my own man. Mm -hmm. I do what I do because right. I feel convicted. I feel convicted by it. Right. I got convicted by that, which is why I did that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You felt him. And, and felt that, that's real, bro. And that's real. I, I, I loved it. You I wasn't even talking to Cap at the time. I know. And that's what made it fun. <laughs> you I knew me? that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was like, Brandon, I nah. think he just did that out of For sure, bro. support. Like, you know what I'm saying? He feel what he fighting. He's like, I, I like bro, what you're doing, bro. Yeah. I'm on with your side. And, and I listened to him. And I'm like, dog, this is real shit. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? And I was thinking on I was marinating. I was marinating. And I didn't hit him up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. He hit me up for like two weeks after that. I didn't respond. Because it was some shit that happened with me and him that I just thought was I whack. Know, yeah, Vegas. You feel me? <laughs> Vegas and in Miami, it was just whack, bro. I'm like, this is whack. Yeah. But, but I ended up eventually end up writing him back after like, you know, three yeah, weeks yeah, or whatever. Y'all cool though. Y'all brothers at the just end. Just to let him know, it wasn't for you. Right. I was convicted by it. It doesn't matter because you did it first or you inspired me to do it. The fact that I decided to do it. I decided to do it. Right. I felt it. I felt it. Right. Nah, and that's real, bro. He, you saw it. He's like, I like it. Yeah, I'm, bro. I'm going to decide doing it myself, though. And yeah. that's real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's real, real. Because a lot of people, they look at it as, oh, he's trying to copy. Or, nah. you know, look, or they, they yeah. look at every idea and it's like, oh, why are you trying to copy somebody? Yeah. It's like, no. Any idea in the world, yeah. this podcast right now, you can say I'm copying somebody. Bro. Absolutely, bro. It's I don't not care, your idea. Though. Yeah, at I don't the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't make this material. I ain't make no microphones. I ain't yes. make no computers. I ain't got no podcast sites. Yeah. Nothing. But I had an idea, mm -hmm. and I had a brother that wanted to help me out. So yeah. I was like, "Bet we gonna do this because right. I want to do it." My question is, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting yeah. there watching me that hard, <laughs> right. man. But I'm copying somebody else. Yeah. But what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. That's what I'm saying, bro. So follow your convictions. It doesn't matter who else believes, as long as you believe. And you putting action Toward towards it. that shit. Yeah, bro, that's what that's what really matters. Yes, exactly, bro. You know I saying? love it, bro. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. yeah, I know, bro. He just dropped some fire right now. Bro. <laughs> like I'm just sitting here like flabbergasted <laughs> right now because he just killed yeah. it, man. But yeah, no, man, bro. I just want to say I appreciate you, bro, for being on the man. show with us today, man. 100%. Whew, you just killed wow. it, bro. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Been a day too, yeah, it's been a day. Yeah. Look, look, on the way over here, I locked my keys in the car. Look, down, yeah. we've got the extension cords. Yeah. People had a wild days at work, but yeah. I was like, man, it's going to be a great episode because yeah. the universe trying to stop me so hard. Right. Let's keep fighting through this because it's about to See, be great. And that's the mindset we got to have. Mm -hmm. People concede to that fit, that defeat. Right. Right, that defeat of the day. Like, oh, it's just a bad day. Oh, it's, it's going to continue to go bad. No, right. fuck that. All right. Well, this is just an isolated incident. Yeah, exactly. That's what we got to have. Like, this is just an isolated incident. Even yeah. if it was two or three, it's isolated. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to put my do best foot forward, do it. and it's going to be, a, I'm going to finish the day off right. Right. That's the great mind. That's the mindset we need to, we need to have at, to be successful, bro. Yes. That's the winning mindset. Yes, no. Yeah, Real talk, bro. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, man. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate yeah, you, Duke, man. Yeah, you man. just killed it, B. Yeah. Um, did you want to uh, throw out your foundation or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 man. Uh, Williams Marshall Cares Leadership Program. Uh, it's a, it's a, a mentorship program. Uh, we got about 20, 25 kids right now, man. We started off a couple years ago with three. You know, mm -hmm. it's growing, man. It's um, We're trying to prepare our future leaders, man. It's, it's beautiful. Um, 
And actually, it's funny because our last meeting, we uh, we brought in some, you know, some of the guy right programs, Kappa mm. League, oh, you know what I'm saying, whatever, because I think, I mean, I, not even I think, I know that aided in my mindset. Mm-hmm. That yep. process I went through, it aided in my mindset. Yes. You feel me? Yes. So, yeah, bro, it's... Nah, bro. That's my foundation, man. I'm just trying to get back. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. Because my mindset is always like, man, I wish I knew this earlier. Yeah. Let me help somebody else know this right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I want to help somebody else get faster, farther. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, we help the youth out, bro. We can't, we can't be giving back, man. For sure. We bro. can't be here at all, yeah. man. So yeah, new man. I just want to say I appreciate you, bro, for mm-hmm. being here with us tonight, man. Thank you for having your home. Yeah, this is dream building for sure. So yeah, you <laughs> yeah. just motivated me for sure, bro. Saying, bro. So I I it's possible. You, That's why I, if you look at me, bro, I'm no different than nobody else. Yeah, I, know. I just had a dream and I just hustled. I know, bro. Look, you slept on my couch a few times, bro. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, I know, man. I love yeah. him, bro. Donovan, man, I want to say I appreciate you, bro, for being with us again today. You already know you keep tearing it up, man. Beat fire, everything going smooth, man. I love it, bro. Hey, do the best I can every day, dog. Yes. Appreciate you having me, of course. Thanks again, Brandon. No doubt, brother. Nice to see you again in general. Yeah, for sure, man. (laughs) I just missed training with your ass at phase one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I was at phase one today, man. That's my spot. Yeah, Yeah, love it, man. I love it. So, man, I just want to tell everybody out there, I appreciate you guys for listening today. Make sure to uh, share, subscribe, send it to your family, send it to your friends. If you feel that you can help out somebody, I know this message can help out somebody for sure. Please share it, man. Please share it with people. We're just trying to change the world, ladies and gentlemen. And I just want to thank everybody for listening today. Hope you had a wonderful day, a great afternoon, an amazing night. And remember, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yes, sir.